You are listening to the Living the Life of Kylie podcast with your host, Kylie Ria. Thank you for tuning in. Another one which is cracked but in the cupboard because I don't want to get rid of it, which is Meryl Street that oh. said now a warning <laughs> from Death of There we go. Favourite film. Right. Fun fact. I like well, it. Well, is it a fun fact or am I just showing off? Rob Zemeckis, who directed that film, produced that mm. film, is Death Becomes Her, so he did that. Oh. Famous. He also did Back to the Future. Oh. Also Who Framed Roger Rabbit. So oh, I love that film. He's pretty big. Yeah. His wife bought a hat off of me. Yeah, pretty epic. Yeah. No. So it's quite. You've made it. Well, you've hit the big time. You've peaked. I, I've got a ha- I've got a hat in Hollywood. Is that? Oh my god. That's cool. You're basically international. International. Yes. Not yet a sex symbol, just international. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mm. so sure. Gotta spread my legs a bit more. Spread your wings. No children are watching this. <laughs> yeah, imagine. <laughs> right, well. shall we begin? Yes. Let us. <clears throat> Mic check one, two. Just, are you gonna be all right there? Right, okay. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Hello, thank you very much for joining. My name is Kylie Rear, and you are listening to the Living the Life of Kylie podcast, podcast rather, an eclectic mix. I sort of got a bit excited like there it. to say eclectic in the middle of podcast. Um, I am joined today by Mr. Christopher Garner. And he is going to be talking to us today about a topic that is, well, it's taken the world by storm, really, isn't it? Yeah, it really has. Um, it's about the drag ban in Tennessee mm-hmm. um, and really what that means uh, to people. Um, I'm going to start off by saying that this very much is a culture war. A culture war. That we can very much see in the UK as well as in the US. Okay. Um, Chris is um, the resident drag queen in Maidstone for Moomoo's. Um, Moomoo's, yeah. um, sorry. Is it Moomoo or Moomoo's? Well, you can say it however you Is there you a plural? Is there, there's more than one Moomoo? Sorry, this is the life of Kylie. You can do whatever you want, <laughs> darling. It's your yeah. life. I'm going to call it shushus. Call it shushus. Um, <laughs> I'm going to call it shushus. <laughs> um, but for those of you that want to know, it's Moomoo, M-U-M-U. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go looking for somewhere else entirely. Um, so this is why it's sort of a... Can I even speak today? This is why it is obviously something very high on your um, radar. On your radar, yeah. it's affecting your industry. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one of your industries, of course, you are a very skilled milliner, milliner as well. Yes. By day, but by night, I I'm am. a drag queen. <laughs> it's 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 mainly it's affecting my community rather than, and well, I mean, drag is a huge industry, mm. but it is very much affecting you know the community because from these things we see a rise of 
hate crimes towards okay. people within our community. Um, and I'll give you an example. A couple weeks back, a drag queen in the UK mm. who is currently recovering from a broken knee surgery Ooh, God. got attacked by a group of men because he was a drag queen. Oh, for goodness sake. And that's sake. in the UK. And this the whole bill is being passed in the US. Mm. So it really is, you know, it's a huge culture war. Mm. And what happens in the US seems to translate to the UK. Yes. Um, bizarrely. Like, what... I. So you mentioned a minute ago, um, like, like hate crimes and stuff like mm -hmm. this. Why is the bill that has been passed in America not classed as a hate crime? Well, like I that mean, very act alone, to me, it it does it it does actually infringe on a lot of human rights, and it also infringes on um, the people of America's freedom of speech. Okay, and to a lot of people, performance is. A freedom of speech mm. so let's go to the bill so basically the bill says that um you know you cannot perform in a public space mm. without a cabaret license so almost like if you put it into my not normal terms, okay if i wanted to start selling alcohol on the street you would i would need have to a license. license correct so i have to do that to do that correct which is understandable if you are going to um you know uh do something mm. and the government says you need license yeah you need license that's fair enough mm -hmm. however what they are saying is that drag queens are grooming children drag queens are abusing and molesting children and it's all come from a thing called Drag Queen Story Hour. So what Drag Queen Story Hour is, is you've got a drag queen mm. dressed in full drag mm. who will read a child-friendly book. Mm. And that child-friendly book is very much about, it will predominantly be about being whoever you want to be. Yeah. That's what the book will be about. Okay. So I was given a book called... Julian is a mermaid. Yeah. The reason why it was called Julian's Mermaid, my little name's Julian. Yeah. Uh, the person that gave it to me, I used to work with in regards mm. to my hats, Julian Connor Headwear. Yes. So the books would be very much about how you can be whatever you want in life. Mm -hmm. Now, these events are run by uh, libraries. Yes. They run by educational centres. So they're in the community. Correct. And a drag queen will come and read the stories. Now, at... These stories will be mothers yeah. with their young children. Choosing to go Choosing to... to go to these events. Right. Now, these events aren't adult-orientated at all. No. At all. Right. And then what's happening is people are saying that that drag queen, or those drag queens that are doing that, yeah. are grooming the children. They're putting their lifestyle onto, oh, the, yes. onto the child. So... I, the, have a, I have a question. Yeah. If it was a dentist, dentist story time, and the dentist would come in and do the story time, would they then say that the dentist is grooming the child? Of course not. Hence why. But it's... why? Why does it? Why does it? Why? So it, it, it. I mean, I can understand. Yeah, of course. They're not comparable, of course. It's, but it's it's so ridiculous. This whole thing, this whole thing with grooming children. If you look at. Um, I, I saw this thing on Instagram. I will try and find the tag mm. for you. But literally, this person is doing a weekly arrest of children abuse just in their town. And all of them are men predominantly in religion. 
Oh, okay. So... So, by that rationale... That's gone off, does that mean? Oh, no, we can take the audio from okay. here, so that's fine. We're just gonna... We're not gonna go on YouTube. Oh, yes, I can. I can. Jen, we're gonna need you to do this. <laughs> I can crop edit. Yeah, right, just right. like... Um, so, by that rationale, if, for example... Well, you could say that, that church... Um, well, yeah, it's like story time, really, just story hour. Absolutely. So that there's like, a man standing up the front. Jesus and address sat to children, which yeah. is a picture that we've all seen before. Yeah. You know, Jesus sat with this lovely angelic child sat on his lap, yeah. reading oh, all a story. Of the and all of this. Correct. So like it's, you know, that's where it's all come from. And then unfortunately, what has happened is there have been promoters who have created brunches which are child-friendly brunches okay. and then there have been the odd performer mm. that has come and done their act be it in a you know a thong oh, or right, okay. a thong with high heel boots doing a chair dance mm. where they're doing acrobats on this this chair now yes okay if i were to run a show mm. it would definitely not be child friendly yeah if i were to be booked for a show yes where children would be involved yeah i would 100 percent Toad my materials yeah, down. You would, you would amend it you would to be amend for it. the audience. Exactly. Now, again, you, there's two sides to this. So, first of all, there are mothers and parents who are choosing to take their kids to their show. Yes. So, as their legal guardian mm -hmm. is saying, I'm giving you the consent to come to this show yeah, yeah. and watch it. Now, at these events, no kids are being touched, no kids are being killed, no <laughs> kids are being are leaving there screaming. Have there been any reports of a drag artist abusing a child after that child has been at one of their events? <laughs> to my knowledge, no. No, yeah. To my knowledge, no. Um, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, we're perfect. No. I'm not saying that, you know, that stuff doesn't happen, mm -hmm. but... You're that literally tarring everyone with the same brush. Mm. So that's where this has started. It started from Drag Queen Story Hour, um, which is an amazing thing. And what really shocks me is somewhere like Tennessee, where this bill has actually been passed, mm. is where education is really low. It's where children actually don't get a good education because right. of where they live. So the people who are passing this bill are predominantly Republicans, mm. hence where the culture war comes in. They okay. think to ourselves, oh my God, how am I going to get the next vote? Okay, this is how I'm going to get the next vote, is I'm going to distract people by going, look over there, okay. as people says, yep. look over there, yep. we'll distract them with something else, mm -hmm. and then we will get the religious voter in, because there are lots of religious so voters, yeah. and we will, you know, win the race. I mean... It's really, really shocking. And in the UK, there is a Drag Queen Story Hour. And again, if you go online and you see these things, mm. these people are protesting. And sometimes there is not even a Drag Queen at the Story Hour. There is just well, someone reading a book. <laughs> oh, I've, I've seen a clip of this. You shared this on your Correct. social media. So literally, these people have turned up being yes. like, like you're you're abusing our children you're abusing your yeah. grooming and it's like but we're reading harry potter at the minute if you don't mind yeah and there's well 
Let's not go to Harry Potter with no. all the answers, Ruth. Hell yeah, um, no, Because no, that, no, no. that's like a whole other no, kettle of fish. Right, I didn't say that. I don't want to be cancelled before I've even <laughs> subscribed. But I mean, what, what these things do is they then have an effect on people in the LGBTQI community mm. where they, you know, the hate crimes rise. Mm. And it's just, it's, it's so damaging. Um, I mean, if something like that got passed in the UK... Mm. I don't think it would last very long. I don't think it would ever get passed. Well, no, because I think it's it's so ridiculous, in my opinion. It's just, but I can't get my head around it. What is it that they are putting on this community that, that they think... I, I can't even get my words to explain what I'm trying to say. I, what I, is it that they are trying to do to the community are they trying to restrict you all are they trying to well funny enough actually there, there is a man called michael knowles who is a political commentator and at uh i mean this is in the us at a an event of, i don't know if it's a rally or some form of political you mm. know, speaking conference yeah he actually says to the crowd that trans people should be eradicated Mm. that's dangerous and he says it to an arena of people who all applaud and clap now what trans people oh. are going through at the moment is really really unfair I mean, trans people have been around for so many years yeah we now live as you know my partner always says we now live in a society where we've moved on so far yeah unfortunately what's happened is as we move as a as a society forwards mm stupid comes along with us right and what i mean okay. by stupid is the people who aren't willing yeah. to sit down with a trans person they aren't willing to pick up a book about trans people no because they just see it <gasps> they just see it as you're a freak you are an abomination to god you are not normal you're yeah. not natural and it's it's so stupid and i think that is you know it really frustrates me when i hear people that go um you know, I'm so sick and tired of being called, like, you know, uh, um, a cisgender person. Mm. And I'm like, cisgender came, it was a term coined in 1994. Mm. It came about very much in 2015 because the trans issue was yes. very much on a rise. Yeah. And um, cisgender is basically, cis means on the same side as, yeah. on the same side of, which is like Latin. Okay. So... That means that when you were born, mm. you still identify as a female, in yes, your case, yeah. in my case, as a male. Yeah. Transgender is someone who wants to transition from the birth they were born Who's as into something yeah. else. So, if you've got transgender, the reason why that word was created is because you want the to people... transform. Well, you want the people who aren't going to transform to mm. also have a term and that term is cisgender. Yeah. So when people Because otherwise people would be then complaining that well we haven't what got about a term. Me? Exactly, exactly. So you know you need to make everyone happy. And then when people say things like, you know, um when a trans person says to a person mm. you should understand your woman privilege, that's not them saying like, you know, what you go through as a woman on a daily basis yeah. with misogyny, yeah. with the, um, uh, you know, the unequal rights, yes. um, with harassment, with rape, yeah. with periods, with what goes with the biology of being a woman. Yeah. That doesn't mean that they are saying that, you know, 
we you know yeah. <laughs> we want that too because yeah. let's face it, no one wants that. No, of course We're not, not taking that away. Mm. The trans person's not taking that away from that no. woman. What okay. they're most probably saying is, Do you know how lucky you are to be born in the body that, that you, you wanted? Want yeah. So they were born a boy but they want to be a girl and mm. they look at a woman as, you know, a, a, a thing of kind of envy. Yes. And there okay. are people who have actually admitted to that. Like, oh. you know, trans people who are kind of in the limelight, yeah. who are trans advocates and kind of people to look up to, yeah. have actually admitted that. I mean, th- there's a person called, um, oh, is it Dylan Murphy? Mm. Um, oh, she, yes. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Lovely, lovely Dylan Murphy. And basically, there was oh, this Oh, I whole, love, I love. So it is much. Dylan Murphy. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Mark Mulvey um, and. Ma- Malvani, Malvani. Malvani. Oh God, I need to just make sure I get this. So they're yes. absolutely wonderful. I know. And um, day three hundred sixty-five for girlhood, isn't it? Correct. Like, oh, I love that. Of of being a girl, I think it is Malvani, Malvani. Yeah, Mal Malvani, Malvani. Mm. Um, I believe. Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. No, it's not. You're, you're wanting to name check correctly. Correct. But it's still... Yeah. Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah. So basically, there was this whole, like, um, tampon debacle. Oh, yes. Yes. Did you hear about I this did. tampon debacle? I did. And a non-binary person... Yeah. ...got contacted by Tampax to say, could you please do... And uh, I believe they're a Murphy, not a Mulvaney. Um, I can't remember their name. Anyway... Non-binary, mm. contacted by Tampax to say, could you do an advert for us? Yeah. Which basically shows you holding a box of Tampax. Yeah. Talking about being non-binary. Yeah. Now, non-binary includes women. Yeah. Includes women who don't identify as female, a girl, yes. a woman. They identify as a them, they. Right. So, it's a way of saying a non-binary person who has a lot of followers, yeah. who has a huge platform, yeah. saying to these people... You know, just because you're not binary, you're not stigmatised. But I, I have a question on that. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm understanding. This non-binary person was born man? Non-binary person is born man. Right. Is, you know, biologically... Man. A man. Right. But identifies as them, they. Okay. Right. If I was non-binary... Can I be non-binary? You can be non-binary if so, you feel that you identify as a them they. If, a them they. And non-binary very much comes from the energy. You know, some days I have days where I feel very feminine. Mm. And some days I have days where I feel very masculine. Yeah. You know, for someone who is non-binary, mm. those days are, like, huge. Yeah. You know, they're not, like, you know, not I like have... moments. Of... Not like moments. They're huge. Okay. Um. So, yeah, if you have days where you feel, could... like, you know... I could be, I could identify as non-binary. If Tampax came to me, I identify as non-binary, I have a female reproductive system. Correct. Why would they go to a non-binary person who was born as a man and give them a box of Tampax, which wouldn't be relevant to them? So their their argument was to, uh, to stop the stigmatism of what periods mean. And how periods okay. make people feel, and what people feel as, you know, a period being disgusting. Mm. And, you know, because let's face it, people do view periods yeah. as being. I mean, they're, they're, they're not walking the park, right? You know, they're yeah, not fun. they're not fun, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, but that's not taken away from 
a woman. No. Like, because you can never, ever take that away from a woman. No. You couldn't. Now... But I don't understand why they would ask... Why, why didn't they ask me? I'm non-binary over here. I don't get it. And I use them. I don't get that. Do you know what I mean? However, Dylan Mulvaney... Yeah. Mulvaney did a post where he was attacked. Yeah. Sorry, where she was attacked. Yeah. Um, about carrying a tampon in her purse. Okay. Now, the reason why she carries a tampon in her purse yeah. is because if they never going to use it, yeah, someone might need it. Someone might need oh. it. Yeah, and I can understand that. That's a nice thing. Yeah. You know, I'm a gay person. Mm. My boyfriend and I have tampons in our spare bathroom oh. in case we have a guest that needs them. Well, that's just considerate and kind. Exactly. And now, Dylan's point is very much like, what's the difference between your boyfriend yeah. running out, getting you tampons, yeah. making sure you have tampons and, you know, yeah. you just moved into his apartment, yeah. he's giving you a drawer. You would run to your friends and you're like, oh my God, this yeah. is so amazing. Yeah. Look what it does for me. It's so, so, what's the difference between your boyfriend doing that yeah. and a and perfect stranger, which have you ever been in a situation where you've been in the bathroom yes. and you've been yeah. like, does anyone have a tampon? Yeah. And a perfect stranger's giving you one. There you go. Yeah. What's the difference? It's like asking, could you pass that um, sachet of salt or sugar Correct. to put on your chips? Correct. You shouldn't think it's, it's twice about it. It's just kindness. Yeah. And why are we... Well, people, I think people started looking at that and thinking, well, what's he going to do? Shove it up his ass? Well, yeah. Now... If, if you were carrying that, they, they think, well, what are you doing with that? You don't need that. But I also think that people you know? shouldn't be angry at the person who's, you know, been... I don't know if the advert was... The, you know, the ad was paid... Be angry at Tampax. Well, why be angry with anything? Does it's, it really matter? Does it exactly? Does it matter if you're trying oh. to stop the stigmatism? No one wants to talk something. about tampons in the best of light, anyway. Let alone drag all of this into it. Drag it. You know, it's not. It's just not. Why are we caring about this? And this is it's so what I said small. to you the other day. Why do we care about this? Why does everything have to be an issue? Why does everything have to be a debate? Why does a bill need to be passed for everything? Why does everyone need to have a problem with everyone or everything? It seems that if no one has a problem, then there's something wrong. Well, that's what that's what governments want. They want like in-house fighting. They want us fighting against one another because yeah. that only helps them politically. So, uh, deputy chairman of the Conservative Party, I believe his name is Lee Anderson, right, was in an interview where he said, you know, we didn't win. We didn't win the election. Really, mm. it was Brexit, Boris, and Corbyn that won the election. And if you look oh. at Brexit and Boris and Corbyn yeah. and how they were in the media and made people kind of argue, yeah, yeah. is really what got the Tories back into yeah. power. Now he Clever. says in this uh, in this interview, well, you know. We're going to have to, like, pick something, you know, like, I don't know, LGBTQ or trans. And look what's happening now. Is that what he actually says? That's what he actually says. <gasps> I mean, I don't know if it's word for word, but you but can that's see what the interview oh online. My God. But how is it? It's fascinating that it is that premeditated, but yet it's not classed as a hate crime, hate speech. When the, when the government's doing it. Exactly. But if it was about religion say for example you know we've seen in history books what on earth happens there so why is this not a 
Well, Why is this a downgraded thing, and anyone and everyone can have a, you know a completely because, uneducated opinion on it? Because people view you know the LGBTQIA plus community as you know something that is a choice. They view it as something that you know isn't real. No. They view it as something that isn't normal because. But why do they care? What do you mean? Like, I mean, the, the... I just find it so baffling <laughs> how people have to have such a problem. You know, I, I probably don't. Right, my friend Jen, she can't have certain dietary things, mm -hmm. and she will have like a coleslaw sandwich. I find that very confusing to me. But I let her get. I mean, I give her a little bit of trouble about it. I'm like, she'll have like a tomato sandwich. And I'm like, but that's water in... I can't understand the concept of it, but I still just let her get on with it and I just carry on with my day over here. Well, Why do my, I... Do you know what I mean? My friend always says to me, like, if you want to call yourself a magpie, call yourself a magpie. Yeah. And that is the... the you know, why are we getting so involved in other people's lives? Why mm. is... Why is the government in the US dictating to parents what they can and cannot do with their children? Yes. If it brings their children some form of creativity, some form of inspiration. Listen, I'm not saying take your child to an actual drag show yeah. where they are, you know, swearing mm. and pulling out a dildo and nothing yeah. on it or yeah. something like that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is if a, if, if a child can see something that mm. they then go oh my god like what is that who yeah. is that yeah that then creates sensories that then creates a, connections and it a, takes away fear correct a brain mm. where this person thinks outside the box it's Do you not think just narrow it's because you said something a minute ago about um stupid following uh-huh there is I think there's a lot to be said for parents who are very open with their children, but it starts with the parents as children, how they are dealt with. Absolutely. And we're still recovering from, you know, wartime Britain where it's grandparents, oh, don't say that, don't say that. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so then our parents have been raised by that uh -huh. sort of narrative. So then it's for us to break that generation sort of mentality and start Absolutely. introducing this inclusivity to the cultures that are out there. I, I think, yes, we're raised at home. Yeah. But in actual fact, we are brought up by society. Okay. And we are brought up by the opinions of everyone around us, our mm. peers when we're younger yeah. and our peers when we're older. And, that, and then you take those you know, things that you've heard back yeah. home yeah. and your parents either agree with them or don't agree with them. Mm. And, you know... That's when I suppose it starts cracking, branching yeah, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And, and slowly but surely, our, our society has moved where, you know, kids can be whatever they want to be. Yeah. And, you know, we even talk about... Um, when people be like, so that trans girl that was killed, she's mm. 16, yeah. was killed by two 15-year-olds. They're saying it's not a hate crime, but you can't tell me that a kid that was having trouble at school mm -hmm. wasn't attacked by kids that just don't get it. Yeah. You can't tell me that's not a hate no. crime. That, that to me, stinks of hate crime. I think it is. I think it absolutely is. And I can't understand how they can rationalise that in their own mind to declassify it mm -hmm. as... As now, a, I mean, what 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 was it called then? Just murder. Well, yeah. Now, when it comes to 
trans and this is something it's a book that i'm listening to it's an audio book and it's called the trans issue mm. um by shona um oh, is it god i'm terrible with names no, i'm so so bad uh the trans no it's good to get it's good to get the name check 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 um uh, it's by shown fay so s-h-o-n i hope i uh pronounce it right by Sean Faye, and it's a brilliant book, and it's something that I learned in this. I'm, you know, I'm learning even as a gay man. Yeah. You know, who is part of this community, mm. very much still learning, and um, the thing that I learned was when someone starts transitioning, it can be something literal, literally as "Mummy, Daddy, I don't want to be called Tom anymore. Yeah. I want to be called Tammy. Okay." Okay, we're going to call you Tammy. Mm. So, at home, they get called Tammy. Tammy. Yeah. That is a part of transition. Wow. Transition okay. doesn't mean... The physical. The physical. Lob your bits off. I think that's what people think. 100%. Wow. So, when people when people go, oh my God, there's so many young kids that are transitioning, and oh my God, mm. like, they're going to regret it when they're older. That's... You can't have gender-affirming surgery mm. where you do undergo yeah. the full, you know, you have your genitals yeah. created mm. until you are of a legal age. Okay. You cannot have it done as a child. And is this when, um, so say for example, we've got that um, Stonewall, the charity, they campaign against... Correct. Um, Hormone blockers? The counselling in Harley Streets, where they counsel. Is that what they? What is yeah. the name of it? Um, they convert. They oh, conversion therapy. therapy. So conversion therapy is like it's conversion like, no, therapy. No, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah, no, you're not. conversion therapy is not. If I'm correct, not very. It's not nice. No. So it's basically when a person who. And the reason why it's not nice is because there have been loads of cases mm. where these people have undergone torture Oof. by electricity yeah. to, you know, and, you know, drugs and castration. You know, we're going back years wow. where, you know, what to force you to not force be... you to not be oh. who you are now. Like, I can't stand that. I can't stand it. I can't. I can't stand it. Yeah. It's... I, I think it's so... To have the audacity to say to someone, the way you think and feel is so wrong that I'm going to force you to change. How dare you try and have that much control of someone? Especially to a child. To a child as yeah, well. I think, I think that's wrong. Um, it's really... If an adult decides, okay, do you know what? I actually don't want to be gay because... I can guarantee you, if you ask a vast majority, mm. maybe my age, not younger, yeah. my age, around about 38, mm. you know, their 40s, if you ask them, would you rather be straight or would you rather be gay? I can mm. guarantee you a vast majority would say I'd actually rather be straight. Yeah. Because it's a fucking easier life. Because of society. Because of what because you deal of with. what you have to go through yeah. to be accepted as you are. Absolutely. Now, there's... Um, you know, if, say for example, as a 38-year-old man who is gay, went to a therapist to be like, I don't want to be gay anymore, mm. and then I undertook that, then okay, I suppose that's my choice. 
you but, choosing actively to seek out yeah but yeah. i i wouldn't would that still be classed as conversion therapy i don't know if you took yourself there oh i don't know that's a good question mm. it's a good question but i mean this is the thing as well with a lot of trans people they do have to undergo some form of therapy yeah um they also you know hormone blockers are really important to children and the reason why it's important yeah Hormone blockers basically block your hormones from carrying out their natural thing. Yeah. So, for example... But that must start quite young age. Well, it can do. Yeah. It can do. Yeah. Um, again, if the parent feels that their child mm. should be on hormone blockers yeah. to help them, then fair enough. And now, hormone blockers actually give you time okay. to decide... Yeah. If you really are, mm -hmm. so that when you do, <laughs> and you don't starts... regret it. Right, okay. And that's what hormone blockers do. <sighs> hormone blockers aren't a thing, like, they're not a dangerous thing. Right, okay. I mean, again, I, I'm not educated on this field, yeah. but from what I've read, yep. they actually are a thing which helps someone have time Just to decide. Stops it there. Right that's now, a you know, I know people who, when they were young, wanted to be boys. Right, okay. I know people, you know, when I was, you know, a young boy, I used to dress up in girls' clothes and yeah. play with dollies. Yeah. And I remember once defending my um myself to a group of bullies and they were like, Why are you playing with dolls? Girls play with dolls and I turned around to them and said, Well one day I might be a father, I need to change nappies. Oh. And that was my defence. Oh. Like, why are oh. we when it comes to kids, why are we, you know, putting so much pressure on them? Mm to be who we think they should be. Yeah. Why are we not just letting them grow up to be whoever to be they want to be? Bloody well regardless be. of gender. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. Regardless of gender. There are plenty of people, you know, who are straight, mm -hmm. who work in, you know, what we would class and stereotype yeah. as a gay industry. Yeah. But in actual fact, they're, they're straight. Yeah. And even they've had to, like, most probably fight a little bit. We're, we're raised to just be this, you know... Well, it's, it's, again, because of the wartime Britain, mum stays at home, dad goes out and does the job and comes back in. Uh -huh. And then even women who go back to work and the uh, father stays at home with the children, that's like, oh, whoa, what? Yeah. Like, because those roles are... It's like, oh, his masculinity so must have been like... Yeah, oh, you feel really demasculine. Yeah. I think, well, no... It just makes sense, you know, to, to do that. She's ready to go. But then the mother gets judged. Why don't you want to be at home with Why your child? Why don't you want to be kids? Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Why doesn't everyone just shut up? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just go away. Why does everyone have to have an opinion on everything? Why don't people get used to the fact that normal as a word yeah. actually isn't a very good word? It's because not. Because what is normal? normal? There is no normal. What is normal? In a world where you and I are so different, to the yeah. point, I learned this the other day, our ears, yeah. like my ear, mm. is kind of the same as a fingerprint, that's oh, yeah. what goes on with your ear. So your ears are completely unique to you. You have got lovely ears. Thank you. You're welcome. I hardly see your ears oh, because they're so lovely. I'll give you the big one Our ears are completely unique to ask just some fingerprints. Mm. So how can we say that what happens to me is not normal when I'm completely unique and yeah. different to yeah. yourself or some other person? So why are we in this world where we're 
um, you know, changing how people are brought up. Yeah. And, you know, getting involved. Why is the government as well getting involved in families? You know, that's a really dangerous thing. Well, it's, it's, that's fascism. It's the same as in America with the um, abortion bill and stuff yeah. like this. It's going, these big old blokes are just telling us women what we can and can't do with our I bodies. mean, there were, there were two women in that, that decision-making. One of them actually voted, they voted, they were like like pro-choice and one right. was pro-life. Oh. Yeah. But religion. It's religion, right, okay. Religion has, you know... Do you think religion has a big standing on huge. this situation as well? Absolutely huge. And that's... But why is it not being classed as a hate crime if religion is dictating that actually we don't think that... It's sort of like going, okay, well, we don't mind <coughs> we don't mind gays. That's right, we can do that. Trans is just something we just can't get our heads around, we can't do it. Yeah. And we can't have drug queens doing story time because that's just far too much and as my religion, I just don't... So what I find why? so hypocritical about this this bill in Tennessee is in that part of the world, you get these little pageants where little girls mm. are dressed up with makeup, makeup and big wigs. Sexualized. And very frilly outfits. Yeah. Some of them where they've got like a little boot tube yes, on. Yes, exactly. And a little tiny skirt. Yeah. And they go out and they parade in front of male and yeah. female audience members. Lucrative industry. Very lucrative. Mm. But how is that okay? You are literally dressing them up. Because you're dressing a girl as a girl. Well, yeah. Well, but that's, that's okay. It. That's it. Have you ever heard of Madonna's song, Do You Know What It Feels Like To Be A Girl? Yes. Great song. Yeah, really good song. And it's such a good point. And she says, because, oh God, what's the lyric? Um, because you think that being a girl is bad, I think is what the, the, okay. the lyric goes. And that's what people think. They think that if I show any form of femininity, mm. if I show any form of female trait, yeah. then I must be mad. Mm. I must be weak. Because um, no one wants to be, you know, typically, the man is the strongest, you know, it's the breadwinner, no, it's the this, it's the that. And that's why there are more male suicides. Because men hold so yeah. much pressure, so much in them, yeah. and then one day they go, fuck, I can't take it, and then they... But, you know, the women always stay at home. They, they stay at home, they do what they're told, and they get the dinner on the table by this uh -huh. time, and they are told what to do. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. So that's and why they always think, well, I am man and she, I dictate th to This her. whole thing with trans trans women and women mm. fighting, actually... What, a woman fight with the trans Well, yeah, but if you look at the damage that JK Rowling has done to the trans community yeah. um, by writing her essay yeah. on the platform that she has of, like, however many yes. million followers she has. And how much influence... Correct. Yeah. The damage that she's just had mm. has created what people like to call as TERFs, which are women who are transphobic. And actually oh, if you look at sake. if you look at the whole if you look at the whole thing, actually trans women mm. are very much on the side of women. Yeah. Very much on the side. But like they're, not, before, they're not taking anything away from you. They're not anti. It's not like trans women are sneaking into your bedroom yeah. and stealing your room at night. No. And then putting it in theirs because that's and then what happens. And then your lipstick as well. Even when they have gender affirming surgery, mm. yes, they can still not have periods because they don't have the biology of ovaries yeah. and a womb. Yeah. So they're not taking anything away from you. They just believe that they 
were born in the wrong body and mm. that is someone's right yeah that is someone's if you feel mm. that you are born uh, you know listen when i was younger i used to be teased all the time because of how i spoke they would be like you speak like a girl i was teased by teachers family oh friends God. and there was a time where i thought i had been born in the wrong body wow. because my voice was so feminine seriously so, so feminine so you thought hold on a minute if my voice is feminine which is like what's going on here what's going on here wow. am i actually was i supposed to be a girl you actually had that thought absolutely how old would you have been god i mean i remember having it from the age of i would i sorry, I was sent to boarding school at the age of five oh. so from five to about 13 seriously absolutely you I used genuinely to think, thought that for that long. I honestly used to think that I was born in the wrong body because of how I spoke. So what? Loved everything about you? my body. Right. Okay. You know, okay. When a little boy, you know, okay. a boy. La 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 la. Have a son. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I know. <laughs> so when I had puberty, I was like, "Whoa, what's oh, this? Right. This is amazing." Okay. But for a while, I thought, "No, it must be wrong because." But it didn't make you think. Oh, baby, I was born in the wrong body. I want to find that body. I want to be at that no, point. Right, because okay. for me, the the masculine outweighed, I suppose, right, the okay. feminine. That that wasn't enough for you to think. Oh, I need to actually start being referred to as no. You know. For me, no. Right. Okay. Because I was like, I've you know, I've got loads of masculine traits. Yes. Yeah. Um, I love you know doing what I do. Yeah. But also, who's to say that? There are girls that also like to play in mud. There, there are girls are. that also like to rough and tumble. Football teams. Doesn't mean that they want to be a boy. It doesn't mean that they're lesbian. No. It just means they are who they are. Do you know what? That is that is always been the, the case. You know, it's sort of like, oh, she lesbian, she lesbian. Yeah. But because she plays football. Correct. Right, why would that be? Why, and would, then be also, that, why would that be the why case? Why does a lesbian have to be... You know, shaved head at the back and really butch. It doesn't. Not everyone form falls into those stereotypical gender. Boxing. You know, and there was some... it's like if a if a gay man is all like this, darling, and then a lesbian woman, or it's like that doesn't mean that that's what they. Well, just... that's the, I mean that society of t- typically stereotyping it everyone, is, isn't it? There's also this thing which I saw the other day, which is about. So you've got gender boxes. So mm. say, for example, we put everyone in a gender box. So you've got male, female, trans yeah. woman, yeah. trans man, non-binary. I right? have a question. Yeah? A trans man means that they've transformed into a man. Correct. Cool. Trans woman, it means they are transitioning. But once they f- feel like they have had gender-affirming surgery, yeah. they will most probably refer to themselves as a woman. They will most right. probably refer to, So look at look at look at Dylan. Yeah. Refers to themselves as a girl because they believe they are a girl. Right, okay. So it doesn't mean that they have to have surgery. Yeah. They just They can identify they feel as. that they are right. a girl and they want to identify as a girl. Yeah. And I don't see any problem with that. No, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. That's alright. Sorry. So if you've got these boxes, so you've got male, female, yeah. and then male and female start having a problem with trans men and trans women, mm. what you're doing is you're taking those boxes and you're putting them above them. Okay. And that's 
when you have boxes above boxes and a hierarchy, Ooh, and like, yes. that's dangerous because Very then dangerous. that means do men go on top again? Does that mean that women are now definitely the women? That's exactly seat? right. Isn't and it? it's it's dangerous. Yeah. And we all bleed the same colour. Yeah. We all have to pay taxes and yeah. we all die. So at the end of the game, king or pawn, mm. we all go into the same box. Why are we fighting with each other? Reason being culture war created by the media yeah. created by the government 100 percent. so who wins well you know who, who will ever win this the people, the people who win who are just at peace well the people who are at peace are win already but the people who win in terms of you know a culture war mm. will be the political party that gets into power and it has their pockets lined mm. yeah it is the rich get richer it's just and they they screw over so many of you know your everyday citizen whoever yeah. they need to in order to get power and majority of the people that screwed over are minority groups look at what happened with 9 11 yeah how people treated people from the middle east oh my god it's horrendous you know and it's so bad because but it's that you still hear little comments every so often that's different and it sort of takes you away you think, whoa absolutely where's that come from yeah you know i mean it's it's i i remember hearing stories and I, i'm sure i much really did it myself where i would see someone with a backpack and be like okay i'm just gonna get off this carriage i'm gonna yeah. go to the next one yeah it creates these... But it was a Middle Eastern person holding a backpack. Correct. So yeah. it makes these stereotypes yeah. that are actually really dangerous. No, it's just there is so much hate in the world. It's tarring everything with it the is, same brush. It is, it's all just going through that. And it's, and it's usually a minority group. Yeah. And that's, you know, if it's not women, yeah. it's, you know, trans women yeah. or trans men. If it's not trans women or trans men it's the gay community mm -hmm. and then it comes into race anything that isn't religious man or and woman do. and here and this and that bom, bom, bom. unless it falls into those sort of boy meets girl falls in love yeah, I mean, look, at, look at look at interracial marriages mm. look at black lives matter yeah you know when i remember when black lives matter you know really hit yeah uh, on George Floyd's death, yeah, I would go on Facebook and I would look at people's Facebook statuses that would be like "White Lives Matter too" oh. or "All Lives Matter," and I'm like, you're completely missing the point. Missing the point. The point is, right now, they need they need help. us. They need they support. need allyship. They yeah. need support and to be heard. Correct. Mm. It's not just put yeah, but what ego about me? down. What yeah. about me over it's here? Ego. What about me? We're so ego driven. Yeah. And it's like, what about my problems? Mm. What actually are your problems in? Well, my problems are bigger over here. Actually, look, look, my problems over here are so much bigger. So my my problems matter too. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake, it's exhausting. It is exhausting. It really is exhausting. I think with the minorities, the minorities of the minorities. There are always the horror stories you hear in the press about a trans man abusing children and da 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 da, da that get put onto the Daily Mail and all of the readers, they lap it up and it goes onto Facebook and, you know, everyone starts, oh, it's disgusting. So like, if you that... look at, it's so funny because <sighs> people, people being like the rise of trans people, oh my God, 
Go on to the latest census. Yeah. I actually shared it on my Insta story recently. Okay. If you look at the latest census, they've got a, a demographic, I think that's the word for it, map. Okay. Where you can look at uh, trans, like trans men, trans women, non-binary people who have written on the form that yeah. they are, who they are. Yeah. And if you look at it, it's shocking at how few, how small a percentage oh, really? it is. But the media no, and the government are making out that we are literally taking over. No, you are. You're taking over. You're coming over here. You're stealing our jobs as drag queens. I might want to be a drag queen. You're coming over here, stealing my jobs. You're getting me out I of mean, business. If you look at the thing that's just been passed with the immigrants, I mean, like... Oh, get me started on the immigrants. <laughs> you know, I'm an immigrant. My dad's an immigrant. You come over to this country, it ain't easy for you. Let just me tell you something. Come in, please. Sit down, take a minute, well, just to breathe. You've made it all the way over on these bloody dinghies. Come in poor thing. and, you know, work yeah. and survive. Harder than... Majority of, you know, correct. You know, these pop-up hand car washes, this white privilege or this UK-born privilege, we drive our cars to these pop up you know car washes because we don't want to wash our own cars but we'll, we'll let them wash our cars because we don't want to do this but we also wouldn't go to a car wash and say look i'm out of work at the minute can i jump in on your absolutely not because, we'll do it yeah because that is you know if you look at how hospitality is treated in this country mm. so people view hospitality as like oh you know you're a student oh yeah oh, you're a, a little part-time waitress but actually, if you look at a lot of people who work in hospitality mm. and the wealth they have created yes. for themselves, yes, the business that should be taken very seriously. Very seriously. People always spend for entertainment and, and dining out and uh -huh. things that they, they pay for the experience. We're so spoiled in this country. I mean, yeah. I remember when I was applying for my naturalisation as a British citizen. Yeah. So I took all my qualifications, my IGCSEs, which, yes, I wrote in Zimbabwe, but were marked in the UK. Oh. My So that was English, okay. which I got a C in. Right. Um, partly because of punctuation. Spelling was amazing. It was, punctuation always screwed me over. Oh. Um, and then I took all my City of Guilds qualifications wow. with me. And I also took my, uh, myself. Yeah. I, I can speak. Yeah. I think I speak well pretty good and the lady said to me i'm so sorry i can't accept these qualifications and i went i'm sorry on our paperwork mm. it says any qualifications you have that show that you can speak english yeah because it meant that i didn't have to go and do an english test right okay. to prove that i can speak english so she then said to me that all my qualifications are void because of where they were written. So she literally, in one sentence, oh my God. dismissed my whole school career. Oh my God. She literally said to me that my qualifications are void in this country because they were written in an African country. And then I said to her, I said, no disrespect here. Yeah. You could hear that I can speak English. I don't sound Zimbabwean. Yeah. And I speak better English than you. Wow. Yes. You have to go and take a test to prove that you can speak English. So off I went to go and take a test to prove that I could speak English. Got to the thing and the person went, why are you here? And mm. I went, 
your rules. Me not speaking the language. So, your rules. Yeah. And I sat there and I spoke to her all about the hats. And a test that was supposed um, to take, I believe, I think it was like 15 or 20 minutes or half an hour. You basically have to sit in there and talk about a topic that you choose to prove that you can speak English. Was basically wasted and it cost me loads of money. Oh. So this whole... This whole thing again, whose pockets yes, is it lining? But we're going to moan and complain all the way through until you say that you're a um, national, British national, British citizen. Correct. But it's still but then, we, but then we're still not going to really take it seriously because you work at the car wash. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're a waitress. Yeah. And, you know, oh, isn't your English good? Yeah. It's so shocking. And we lit, and it's all created by the media mm-hmm. by the way that the government fools us into thinking yeah. I think the, the government has really I think a lot of people have really woken up I know that's like the phrase at the minute wake up and you know can't you see what they're doing to you and and actually they really are they're just so clever so clever manipulative just yeah mm-hmm. and you don't even know you're doing it but they're not you're not noticing it now it's like years ago, they'd start drip, 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 mm-hmm. and then you already, it's too late. Yeah. Because you've already spun that yarn, and then you, oh, well. The I'll work's already been done, and then the vast majority who will vote for that party mm. have been brain fed. And unfortunately, a vast majority of that, those people that will go out and vote yeah. are our parents. Yes. Who, 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 don't believe what's on Facebook. Or, no. Or sorry, who do believe what's on Facebook, mm. you know, and think that, oh, if it's on Facebook, it must it's, be real. Yeah, well, yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, Brexit, I mean, I don't know if you, uh, oh, God, I can't remember what it's called, um, but it's an actual documentary about how they got Brexit through by feeding social media channels oh. pictures of immigrants on dinghies landing on british shores they don't land on british shores mm. like <laughs> it's so ridiculous it is mad it is it is mad and unfortunately it sets the tone it sets the narrative for generations to come uh-huh. you know if i started spouting out all of this awful negative hateful terminology and stuff like this to arnie he would then filter it down to his friends and mm-hmm. and that's where you've got to be so careful with what you say to children because it, it forms them i'm very sort of open with arnie um oh i like to think i'm very open with him but i i wouldn't ever want to sort of put something that is my own view onto him too strongly mm-hmm. you know that's... apart from what's going to keep him safe and what's going to keep Absolutely. him whatever but i don't think keeping him away from a drag show that is age appropriate or a drag time Story, story time. time yeah. I don't think that is me protecting him. I think that's that's ridiculous. actually yeah. I mean, what's the difference between going to a library and there's been a kids' corner and the librarian reads a book mm. to these kids? Mm. You know, where is what is the difference here? Yes, like I said before, I get it. If you go to a drag show with your kids and it says that it's age appropriate and then you turn up at that, that drag show and that drag queen is singing a song like I sing, Dildo's our girl's best friend, yeah. then fair enough. <laughs> Be angry at that drag queen yeah. and that venue and that yes. motor. Yes. Don't then go and tar everyone with the same brush. You're not going to take a child to see one of these shows with all the provocative 
you know, everything. But those same parents who are complaining about drag story time will still take their child to see a Christmas pantomime and what features their pantomime games. And also will play on the radio songs mm. or let the child stay up and go on YouTube. Yeah, where it's and, just you know, unfiltered. And like, you know, drag is a form of dressing up. Mm. So it's a form of self-expression yeah. and it's a form of dressing up, be it in the opposite sex or the same sex. But it's also as a character, isn't it? Correct. You become So then character. does that mean every single character on CDBs mm -hmm. should be taken away? Well, the Teletubbies, you know, that I don't even know what they're identifying as. Do you know what I mean? You just Correct. think, oh. It's so, so stupid. It must be exhausting to be that offended by everything. Well, what is exhausting is when you are constantly part of a community where you are under a magnifying glass mm -hmm. and judged for everything you do. I mean... Yeah. If you look at just... You can't do anything right. Yeah. No. You know, if you look at... For me, I'm a gay man. I'm in an open relationship. I think that my relationship and what I do is, for me, brilliant. Yeah. It it creates a world that I am happy to live in. Yes. Not harming anyone. No. However, what comes with that and what society says is, mm. oh, you're a dirty gay. Oh, no. Oh, oh you're one of those. You've got to be careful because you might catch HIV. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's, you probably get people going out. Oh, my friend was saying this the other day, like, oh, watch your backs. Oh, all oh, the time. lads. Oh, come on. All the time. Just think all the time. Like, and you, you kind of think to yourself, like, hold up. Um, three. What? Do I not get a choice in this? Or are you basically saying that I fancy you because, bitch, I don't fancy you at all? None of this. Like, what is this? I don't even know what I'd have to identify as to want you. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Wouldn't touch you with a barge pole. Barge! But would happily beat you with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's, put you down the it's like, it. where is this kind of superiority come from? And well, it we is know that superiority for someone that has that opinion of you. How dare they again? That audacity of thinking that they can be having this opinion of you. And actually, my opinion outweighs your right to be whoever you want to be and however you want to do it. So the amount of people that come up to me when I'm doing drag and they go, "Sorry, can I ask you a personal question?" And I'm like, "Here it comes." And oh. they go. Are you, um, are you, are you <gasps> Or are you gay? Oh. And I'm like, what does it matter? What does it matter? No. What my sexuality is? Awful. So I love turning around to people and I go, actually, no. I've, I'm married. I'm, I'm married. I've got a wife and three kids. <laughs> and they go, no. Really? No, you don't. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I do. Um, because... I think what do they want to do? Do they want to go, oh, you're my new gay best friend, or thank you so much? They, if I get asked a stupid question by stupid, yeah. I'm going to give stupid a stupid answer yes. to make stupid think. Mm -hmm. So I literally, like, if you are not even going to open up your mind just a little bit and read and educate yourself, then I have no time for you and I will give you a stupid answer. But why even ask someone that? Why? Worse is, can I, can I ask you, wait, like, where do you put your penis? And I'm like, it depends what time of day. Yeah, why yeah. are you obsessed with genitals? 
Why are you obsessed? It's because they don't know. We have grown up to not know anything about but, drag queens but, or gender but, or anything. How can we say in today's world, mm. because we don't know, when if we pick up our phone yeah. and go onto Safari, yeah. there Google is it. Google, which is a search engine that will tell you pretty much anything. I'm going to Google, how do I tuck my bits in? Well, you, you, you would get an answer for that if you said, so there's a thing called binding. Oh yes, is it like straps? Where you strap, so you strap down your breasts and a lot of trans men do that, do that because they don't want their breasts. Yeah, absolutely. And then they have, eventually they have a, a what's it called, a, vas a vasectomy? When, mm -hmm. A vasectomy. A yes. Vasectomy. I think, I think it is a... It's when they have their breasts taken yeah. off. Yeah. You know, and it's it's like so bizarre. It's exhausting. It really is exhausting. And you've had some very indecent contact yeah. while you are performing. I know um, this is obviously going off on a tangent, but for an industry that people are so uneducated about, then they're almost putting themselves into your realm, into your own personal space, whether you were, you know, in in a drag habit <coughs> or not. I if anyone did that to you and you were just in normal Chris outfit, mm -hmm. that would be sexual assault and abuse. And absolutely. That. But because you're on stage and you're out there, they think that it's absolutely fine. Yeah, I remember uh, I was dancing and I was in tights. Now, bear in mind, a lot of drag artists wear about eight pairs of tights. Right. Depending on the denier, I wear three pairs of 100 denier tights. Wow. So they're really thick tights. Yeah. Three yeah, pairs of like, them. Beep. Plus, most probably fishnets to smooth out lumps yeah. and bumps. And then I've got my hip pads on, yeah. which are basically foam shorts to give me a bigger bum right. and give me hips. And so you do really look very good, I must Very say. much not naked. No. Might look naked because of, you know, the colour yeah. of the fabric, yes, of course. very much not naked. Very much definitely not. I mean, we've seen plenty of people walk down the streets in those nude ski pants, yeah. pants, jumping <laughs> yeah, jeggings, yeah. and you think, hold up, why is that Where person? Is that? Yeah. And then you realise, oh, oh. oh. Um, <laughs> so very much not naked, and I had my leotard on, and I was dancing, I was doing some floor work, and yes, my leotard was a thong. FYI, for those listening, I was in an adult entertainment <laughs> venue, and I was dancing. It wasn't 9am on a And it wasn't 9am, it wasn't Drag Queen Story Hour, there yeah. were no children there. Yeah. And this woman decided that she would poke through my arse cheeks. I swear to God, I felt her two fingers <gasps> touch my bum hole. Oh my God. Right? And I was so disgusted by that. I said, you cannot touch me like that. That is inappropriate. Did you? She turned around to me and said, you're asking for it. Oh and my went, God. So my reply to her straight away was, you've literally just dismissed every rape victim oh there has ever my been. god and when i said that she then went oh my god i'm a teacher i should know better yes you fucking should know better she you was a should, teacher she was a teacher oh for goodness so, sake yes you should know better you know just because a woman is walking down the street and next to nothing doesn't mean she deserves any rape oh she's asking for it yeah well what does she expect just looking i'm like that? dancing in the outfit that i'm dancing yeah, in, yeah. from a comedy point of view doesn't mean that i should be touched that's horrendous i can't believe she did that yeah i mean there have been bite marks on my ass cheeks there have been bruises a handprint bruise on my ass cheek 
I have had my oh. tuck pulled. I've been ball tapped whilst I've been in a tuck. <gasps> it's been horrific. And are these all ladies that do this? Predominantly, to you? a lot of them have been. I've had one case where I was rugby tackled by a man. <laughs> and was he alright? Well, <laughs> what was his problem? What was funny about it is I was dressed in an inflatable penis outfit. Oh. And he rugby tackled thinking me. Thinking you'd bounce or? Thinking I would bounce. Yeah. Well, I don't mm. think he thought that. Um, so from that aspect, it looks funny. But in actual fact, I was about to go on stage. He broke my fan, which meant that my penis outfit deflated. Which oh. meant that I couldn't do my act. Which meant that I was fucked oh off. Oh my god! Because you've broken my costume, which cost me money. You've now ruined my act, which has embarrassed me because it's fucked up the show that I'm in, and it's also hurt me because you fucking rugby tackled me when I couldn't like break my fall. Oh my god, that's so awful. So that's been one occasion with a man. The Is rest this the problem with immersive entertainment? You're not on stage, there aren't barriers, you aren't performing like... Well, absolutely, and that's one of the reasons now that we have a stage at Manamumu. Someone actually emailed a couple of weeks ago saying at Manamumu, oh, I really miss the personal interaction that the performers used to give us when it was the old Manamumu. And right now, mm. after everything I've been through, being touched inappropriately, mm. I find it very hard to leave my safe space. Yeah, I can Very, imagine. very hard, because I don't want to step off that stage and being touched inappropriately. So going to the lions, isn't it? The other day I, I made a dress, it's left print, one shoulder. Lovely. But it's got my arse showing. I oh, will yeah. I'll never wear that outfit without a thong. Right, okay. It's a comedy outfit. Yeah. Still doesn't mean you touch. So walked out to do meet and greet. My ass was in front of a table of two. Right. Older lady spanked my ass. Right. So I turned around, I said, Listen, I get it. My ass is out. It's an ass, but you want to spank it. Don't touch it. Don't. Just don't. First warning. Oh god. I'll speak to you guys in a minute. Turned around, continued. Her husband then decided to grab <gasps> his two fingers, put them round my thumb, and pull me back from the table I was speaking to. Oh my god. With my thumb. So of course I flipped out. Do you still have security there? Yes. <laughs> I he then he then left because he was embarrassed, and she was stood there. But I was on stage the whole time feeling bad for sticking up for myself. Oh, because you think, well, you almost have to come out of character, don't you? Yeah. You have to come out of being the fun, cheeky, you know, performer. Person. And you, you have to come back into, right, actually, don't. Yeah. It's like telling off a off child. Exactly. And it's, 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 it's even worse when you're telling off an adult because an adult should know better. Yeah. But then you know that everyone else has seen you. And also, just back to the whole ban of the drag bill. Yeah. If you look at that restaurant Hooters. Yes. Hooters, oh, yes. Yeah. Where there are women in bikini tops mm -hmm. Short and shorts. topless men. Oh, yeah. Waitering families. Mm. Where's... Well, that's because that man is a man and that woman is a woman. Not a problem with that. Let's no. let's see all of the flesh. And this the hypocrisy of it. And also, just to go back to this drag bill quickly, talking about hypocrisy, is the uh, Bill Lee is his name, mm. who passed the bill. Oh. Um, was in drag when he was eighteen. <gasps> a lot of these people who are Republicans oh. are passing these bills and literally creating so much drama for the community what? well there's one guy george santos i think his name is a republican 
who used to work as a drag queen. <laughs> the what hypocrisy of these people. And do you know who's to blame for this? Donald fucking Trump. Oh, yeah. Oh. Because he, stupid, got she into power yeah. and said to all the other stupid out there, yeah. you too can be in power, stupid. Yeah. Look, I made it. China. China. I don't know. I don't know if it's from China, but it's from somewhere like China. Build a wall. Wow. Wait there. <laughs> I forgot oh. this. <laughs> the, the, the big giant boa. I don't know, but I got it from China. <laughs> China. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty epic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I thought I was going to shake my bum like that, but it wasn't quite, it was coming out. Don't worry, I'm not offended. No children <laughs> were present. Don't touch me. No, no children were present at oh. this, at this, um, <laughs> private, at this private home. <laughs> Look at that. It's pretty epic, isn't it? Oh, you have one. Right. I don't have one. Sit like that together. Oh, I'll flick it over. We should have actually done this whole podcast like this. sat like this. Come closer to me. Let's but the problem see. with it is the rustling, my dear. It looks like um. Oh yeah. Like her, the audio. It looks like a hinge. For those that uh, won't watch YouTube and see this, it is a. Oh yeah. It is. What is this? It's a, like a garland, a ribbon garland. A ribbon garland boa. boa. Hence the rustling, like a foil boa. Yeah, that is, oh yeah, that's not going anywhere, is it? That's yeah. Like, this, this is for the... You know you the O2? Yeah, literally. Yeah. Bungee cord. This is for the ASMR. Oh yeah. Um, we, we're bringing this to you now. <laughs> right. Thank you for joining Storytime. <laughs> Our drag time, story time, ASMR podcast. Put in the world to write. We've covered a lot of ground. Hopefully. We have definitely covered a lot of ground. What is your um what are your Instagram handles? So I've got Instagram for drag is at the Madam Official. Yes. And Instagram for headwear is at Julian Garner Headwear. Fantastic. And you are the resident Drag queen at a restaurant, a venue in Maidstone, Ken, called Madame Mumu. Madame Mumu. Um, and I am known as the Madame Bob Madame Sigan, Frank Madame, Frank Madame Sigan, and then say safe. Yay! Thank you so much. Thank you. I could li- you know what, you're just so knowledgeable and oh. easy to talk to and just wonderful. I love you so much. Well, I love you too, darling. Hopefully I got the names right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm clearly not that oh, well, knowledgeable. Not that. We're gonna get cancelled in a minute. Yeah. Like, can you just take that down, or we'll get quoted in like six years' time? Most probably. I mean, well, this is another thing that I'm sorry. Culture. Well, is what we say now could yeah. affect us in the future. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm still waiting for a lot to come back and bite me on the bum bum. Do you really want to be that person? Do Our you really words want have to hurt me. Do you really <laughs> want to hurt me? And you are an amazing singer. Oh, thank amazing you. Amazing singer, costume creator, designer, oh. hat extraordinaire. Thanks. Phenomenal drag queen. Well, we try. Oh, I still got that tiara you gave me. I see it every single day. It's on my mirror. Oh, lovely. You gave it to me on the night we met. There you go. You might think, oh, you can have this. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Your tiara. Where the queen it? that you are, the yes. life of Kylie. <laughs>
Thank you so much, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone in between. Oh wow! Oh wow! Bon voyage! <laughs> yes! Oh, you little legend! How long was that? That is. Oh, one, one.